0: Welcome to episode 107 107 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planiverse, and with me as always in her office which looks like London <laughs> in <laughs> on Skype is Corrine. hello
1: hi Steve
0: but you're not in London at all. I'm not. And I know this is a. I'm not. Is, is fake. It's, it's, a, you. it's a
1: charade. This is actually Las Vegas, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to tell from that either. Thank goodness for Skype backgrounds, <laughs> so that he can't see the mess in my office.
0: <laughs> yeah, hide all the mess. Yeah, I do the same trick. So today we're going to run through some questions and answers, or. Rather, Corinne's going to ask me some questions. Hopefully, we'll get round to asking her some of the same questions as well, because she's been collecting questions over the last few months—collecting questions from listeners and the like. So, rather than just add, you know, answering them sort of one-off, we thought we'd sort of gather these things together hopefully we'll get through all of them there's quite a few though so we'll see what it happens so you have the questions Kareem. i so do fire away i do And
1: you know it's it's interesting that you said that steve i Sort of got these questions over the course of the year, and it occurred to me uh, a couple of weeks ago when you had said, is there anything that people are asking us about? And I said, yeah, hold on, I've got a list. So <laughs> in, in the good artistic direction of the actor studio, if you've ever watched that, we can ask ourselves some questions based on what our people in the plannerverse want to know. And so I will start with the very basic, which is what planner will you be using in 2021?
0: Twenty twenty one. that's the year after this. Yes. Correct. Correct. This year is
1: not going to last for another five. It's uh, not over yet. No, no, not over um, yet. Though I yeah, shall be
0: using right. A five rings as usual for planning, and an A five bound book for journaling. Pretty much the same as I have been using for about the last ten years. Really, it might have been different planners, but basically, it's still the same. Are A5. you naming brands,
1: or no? You don't want to. Be- um,
0: well, not really now because I do swap around a fair bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in a file effects one at the moment, but that might get swapped by the end of this, by the end of next week, into something else. So nice. As long as it's got A5 rings, I'm happy. It's the same inserts; they just get transferred straight across each time. That's the nice thing
1: about standardization. Wouldn't it be nice if the United States joined that standardization? <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> Don't get me started. Right, on that right.
1: <laughs> ISO, a dream for the future. Number two, question number two, Steve. Are you ready? Drum roll. Favourite pens. Do you have any? And if you do, what are they?
0: Yeah, I, I, I've been using um, Uniball Vision Elite. It's a sort of gel ink, rollerball type pen. What colour? For most things. Um, for about ooh, five or six years, I suppose. And I still use a fountain pen in my journal. That's They're not terribly expensive fountain pens you know sort of pilot metropolitan and sort of the sort of cheaper end of things they tend to be because I'm not really as serious um, fountain pen user. sort of tend towards sort of medium to fine um, nib which just about copes with my handwriting that's the other issue
1: I would think if you used broad uh, nib you'd probably get better handwriting out of it you may want to give that a go
0: What colour do you use? Black.
1: Of course, of course. (laughs) Why did I think it was pink? I bought a
0: bottle of ink some time ago and I just keep using it.
1: (laughs) Black like your heart, Steve. (laughs) Right. Question three. What is your go-to planner when all other planners fail? Do you have one that sort of fixes everything for you? Well...
0: That's a funny thing, is it's never really planner fail for me. It's more sort of failure to use the planner. Mm. That's normally the problem. And then I have to sort of, you know, if if it's failed, it's me failing to use it as I would normally do, and I sort of have to sort of give myself a kick in the butt to sort of get myself back into the um, the normal routine, as it were, of you know sitting down on a Monday morning and working through. Um, or sort of, sort of Sunday afternoon, sort of planning out the following week and things like that. So what, if I fail to do that, what is then, the planner that you know, inspires
1: you to go back into using it?
0: I, but I don't really. It's they they they're all pretty much of a muchness in that sense. I don't have a, a, an absolute favourite that makes me plan mm-hmm. more. Really, it's it's a case of um, you know realizing the you know error of my ways and sort of getting back to it into the swing of things, really. Right. In, term, in terms of plan or fail, I suppose. But,
1: so it's Steve fail on this one. It's not plan or fail.
0: Yeah, Steve fail, <laughs> definitely, yeah. It, I had, a, you know, incidents sort of when I first stopped work where I couldn't get particular sort of style of inserts mm. to work for me. And that went through sort of quite a lot of turmoil for sort of a year of 18 months or so because of realising the change from going from sort of working nine to five type thing to sort of not doing that at all and doing something completely different. Mm -hmm. So it did take a while to find something that worked properly for me then.
1: Right. So then, do you have... Okay, I know a lot of people want to know this. Do you have a secret stash of stationery that you only use on special occasions? And if so, what? I am very tempted to think that you have an entire Sanrio shop full of Hello Kitty washi tapes that are just <laughs> bursting out of a cupboard and Allison has to tuck them back in and push them in with a, with a broomstick every so often.
0: Is it so? Tell us it's so. No, no sorry, no. <laughs> the secret stash is I have more notebooks than I shall ever need, yet I'm not really a notebook user. I just sort of see them or I'm given them. Mm. And I think, oh, that's nice. I'll, you know, I'll keep it, and not want to use it. <laughs>
1: and look at them all doomed. piled up in a, in a stash. Too. Yeah,
0: almost. It's you know, I've got literally a drawer that's full of the damn you're things like, now. You're like the
1: Scrooge McDuck, but but you hoard yeah. um, notebooks instead of gold.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> do you, do you just pile them up and say, "Oh, my pretties"? Do you just hug them? <laughs> not cool. it, put little scarves got little. Where
0: I, I do use them mm. occasionally. But the, the rate at which I'm using going through these various notebooks that I've got, they'll see me out. I'm sure yeah. at this rate, <laughs> okay. this, it's just crazy, really. Right. But uh, question five. I suppose. Oh, sorry. Go on. Go on, Philip. Having used rings so much, where you can. St- just chop and change individual sheets of paper to to think that you've got to dedicate a whole notebook to something is sort of a bit of a <laughs> it's a challenge an issue, yeah
1: yeah there we go right right Moving on. Uh, question five what lessons or lesson did you learn from 20, 2020 that you were carrying over into 2021 <laughs> did you learn your lesson Being steve <laughs>
0: Yes. What was it? Be prepared for anything. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. No hospital visits, cancelled trips, last minute changes of plan. You know anything can happen. Right. That you've not planned. Well, you can't plan for everything, can you? You know, I. It's particularly when I sort of got emergency visits to hospitals, so that I, you know, I couldn't have planned for that. But um, well, you can you now if literally. you listen
1: to that podcast episode we did where yeah. we tell you how to plan for that. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what major logis- what is it just be prepared for anything and everything
0: logistics really more yeah. than anything else yeah. and and making sure people have got the information or you've got access to the information you need um, should plans change suddenly yeah and you end up in a sort of a, a bit of a mire of what what happens next sort of thing
1: maybe just have a plan B yeah I guess yeah yeah okay do you ever wish you didn't use a paper planner?
0: Uh, not really. Um, I sort of been in and out of using other forms of planner over the years, some with some success and with some you know tragic failures in some cases as well. <laughs> um, you know are, if you look at electronic um, calendars, i have a love-hate relationship with them yeah. one way or another yes they work uh don't get me wrong but finding the one that works for you best um that you can sort of tailor to your own likings and all the rest of it that does what you want it to do and all the rest of it and it doesn't mess you about with when you change time zones and, and that sort of thing and um you know, that can be a, a major problem. But other than that, no, it's been pretty much sticking to paper now because I've learned my lessons over <laughs> the years. So,
1: Well, on that note, what is your all-time favorite planner setup, whether it's real or imagined? Do you have like this imperfect
0: setup? Whilst I said I didn't have any absolute favorites earlier on, in terms of functionality and usability, definitely my sort of pick of the crop, if you like, out of the cupboard, would be my Van der Speck A5s, which I've had made with a specific layout with two pen loops, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. because they do have everything I need um, in terms of you know storage, and ring capacity uh, and so on and so on so nice yeah there, there is a definite choice there as to what leather they're made from but then i've got a variety of different ones i suppose um and you know each to their own really that's a more of a personal sort of taste that not it's not going to appeal to everyone but i tend to be fairly bland i suppose in a lot of them are black, and quite a lot of them are dark colours rather than sort of anything jazzy in my Yes, I, mean, I know. When you weird. said black
1: ink, I sort of... <laughs> 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 right. Um, so if you could start your own planner company, what would you produce?
0: I had some fun with this question. Because I've always joked about having something called another one, just to <laughs> see people's faces when they walk into a shop and say can I have another one please and they go, another what <laughs> that joke I think came originally from John Lennon of all people but I can't don't quote me on that um another one I thought about having would be sort of a dark blue type leather mm. which I would call Deacon Blue in um homage to uh, Steely Dan, a favorite group of
1: mine <laughs> right right So you'd you'd produce uh, the planners in dark blue, Deacon Blue?
0: Deacon Blue, yeah, would be one of the favourite colours. And they would be sort of quite subdued colours, I guess. But and with sort of, I don't know what sizes I would produce. That would be most definitely A5, of course, because that's the most common size that I use. And most probably personal size, because everyone uses personal size. You know, completely with no commercial... Ideas here, of course. You know, I'd be useless at that side right, of things, Right, right. Uh,
1: okay. You know. um, if do you think that there's room for paper planners in a world that overtly says they keep wanting to go paperless?
0: Well, whenever you see people that don't sort of necessarily use a paper planner, you often see them using normal notebooks, don't mm. you? Mm-hmm. So, the, the sort of I don't think pen and paper is going to go away anytime soon really because you know whilst some organizations profess to go paperless i'm sure they the the people are still using that because at the end of the day it's just simple and straightforward to use there's no complications and um i like what you always say
1: if you ever challenge someone with a smart device to see who can get the information written down quick it's always the pen and paper that win Mm. I, yeah. I, I love that because it just shows the the dynamicism of it and the accessibility of it you're just quick it's mm. there not too many buttons to press other than maybe to click on your pen. <laughs>
0: yeah just you pick your pen up if I right. put it back in the pen <laughs> right
1: right great what do your mornings look like what's your routine if you have one.
0: Right so in, first thing in the morning the first thing is to do is to work out what time of day it is because I haven't got a clue when I wake up, <laughs> Wakes it's, it's up really in a stupor
1: after a 3 day bender <laughs>
0: <laughs> what day of the week it is that's a major challenge <laughs> and then when I when I'm sort of satisfied that it it is time to wake up and uh, I don't have to panic because right. I, I've got something to do that day you know I'm sort of, sort of settled from that point of view. There's a sort of a, you know, I sometimes just quickly check the news to see that you know we're not not World War Three hasn't broken out again. Right, not yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly take my morning medication, do go weigh myself on the scales and and moan most probably because it's (laughs) either gone up or it's not gone down quite as far as I'd like it to have done. um that if i'm not going out i'm most probably um have breakfast then and after breakfast i'll you know check social media and do stuff like check emails just to make sure there's nothing urgent coming overnight because things happen at the most inappropriate times sometimes and then it's the usual sort of thing shower cup of coffee and then Work, work in inverted commas uh, being the opposite word there, because I don't do anything paid these days. Yeah. Well, so,
1: well, the podcast does uh, roll in a few
0: yeah, rubles yeah. every so but often. But I'm not right? doing that every day of the no, week. No, I'm, no, you're not. I was thinking of a more general sort of... Uh,
1: no one really routine. has... You're not obligated to anyone to show up and no. clock in, are you? <laughs> right.
0: Not really these days. So, so nothing's ever rushed... Um, unless we've got to go somewhere for a specific time then I I do sort of of, I don't necessarily set an alarm but I certainly would sort of uh, not hang around sort of um, you know till sort of mid-morning sort of thing in my pajamas (laughs) what okay too much information
1: (laughs) right so what is your guilty pleasure Steve
0: well, it's a, it, this is a bit of an odd one. I normally would, would have said chocolate, but given the health concerns behind mm-hmm. things in the last year or two, I've eased off that. And fresh fruit definitely is my guilty pleasure these days. I can go through so much of it. It's silly. You know, don't but come on, that's not even
1: guilty. That's like going to an interview and somebody saying, what are your bad... Of characteristics, and you say something like, "Well, I'm too honest." It's like (laughs) fresh fruit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have been known to consume sort of a couple of small sort of dessert bowlfuls at parties when when spotted the fresh fruit salad sort of thing. I just love the stuff. Oh, that's great.
1: That's great. Okay. And what are your favorite items to pack whilst traveling?
0: traveling what is this traveling you speak of
1: <laughs> i'm speaking an ancient just, language in sanskrit uh, we're traveling men just moving about from one place to another
0: <laughs> just being able to travel these days would be a m- miracle but i don't really have any favorite items as such really you know i've got a packing list which i you know religiously use now for various trips and i use that but i don't necessarily have any favorite items on the list is there really?
1: something that that you won't leave without like you'll um, miss maybe other things but this thing you cannot absolutely cannot live without
0: obviously toiletries is but come you know, on you can
1: buy toiletries anywhere well i
0: suppose you can uh clothes of course mm-hmm. again that makes life a bit harder i hate having to buy stuff when you get there because that sort of just delays doing things you then got to go looking for various things haven't you but whatever. right Oh, okay. I like everything to be just so when I get somewhere. I bet you do.
1: That's the guilty pleasure right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's a whopper. Are you ready, Steve? What is yeah. something people always assume incorrectly about you?
0: Now, now I, I did think about this one quite a bit, thinking what is it that ribs me most? And it's it's people that don't understand my sense of humour and then quoting me out of context on social media, where the words on their own miss out the tone of voice, the smile on my face, give you a clue that I was only joking when I said something, mm. and it wasn't a serious comment about something. You know, because at the end of the day, when we communicate, um fifty percent is you know the look on your face, forty percent is the tone of your voice, right. and ten percent only the words themselves. So if you right. just take those words out of context, without what happened before and what happened after, then you've lost so much of the communication. It's unbelievable, really.
1: So there's hope for your comedian career in 2021.
0: Yeah, you could say that. Or unlikely, <laughs> I would think. <laughs>
1: unlikely, right. Okay. Well, on that, on that note, what is one thing you wished people knew about you that they don't often get?
0: Or don't know about me, as the case or, may or be. Or don't know
1: about you, right.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm blind, or as good as blind, in my right eye. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that explains why you haven't been looking at me. It's not just my ugly yeah. face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's been since from birth, so it's not. I've just something learned to live with it, really, all these years. I, how can, you know, I've got perception of vision. But I only know what that thing is because I've seen it before with my left eye, if that makes sense. If you were to suddenly hold some big letters up, um, only that I can see with my right eye, I wouldn't right. be able to work out what they were. Wow. Well, the,
1: yeah. well I knew that yeah. about you, but I'm trying to act surprised on behalf of everyone who didn't know that. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And what is the best thing that's happened to you in 2020? Because I think we've had enough about bad things happening in
0: 2020. Yeah, de- definitely the best thing is I become a, a grandfather for the first time this Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Although I'm yet to meet the young man uh, because of COVID and my own ill health hasn't helped of course. So we've been unable to travel back to UK. Um, but hopefully um, next year we'll solve that problem. We're getting loads of photos and Videos and FaceTime calls and Skype calls, so it's not really missing out, it's just not being there to sort of uh, see him on a sort of more than sort of a snapshot of sort of 20 minutes. Everything else is just a
1: substitute. I got the one, I got the photos Allison sent me recently. He's very cute, he's a ginger,
0: yes, (laughs) a A little monster. (laughs)
1: Watch out that one. Right, so that's the list of questions. So we
0: turn the tables now. Yeah. I ask you the same questions. Right. Go on then. Everybody's ready. Come on, Mr. Uniball, let's go. So, what planner will you be using in 2021?
1: I uh, was trying to squeeze back into my A5, and unfortunately, Filofax have decided to do a blue and black version of the inserts that I regularly use from them. And in order to throw my protest and be upset at the world about this, as one usually is, I've decided to fit back into my desk fax, which has all black Mm. inserts. Mm. So I've set mine up. I'm back in nine rings and I've made this the official planner for 2021. It's very spacious, allows me to think out loud on paper. And is very forgiving when there's errors. Yeah, you don't really lose a lot of real estate on paper when there's something that needs to be crossed out. So desk fax, it
0: is. I've never really used. I've got, I own a desk fax, but I've never really used it for very long. Maybe I should give it a try. But I'm so sort of attached to using A five all the time that um, I can't see it happening. But there we go. Your favorite pens. I love
1: the Sharpie Ultra Thins, the colorful ones. Mm. I use them. I know they bleed profusely. I don't care. I like the fact that I can see my writing on the opposite side sometimes. Uh, And I've actually been reminded of something I have to do because I saw it through the bleed through on the opposite side of the page. (laughs) Um, I just like my handwriting in them. I don't know what it is about those particular markers. I like writing in marker, obviously and Mm. every year i try to figure out something new something bigger something fancier and inevitably i go back to the ultra thins so that's what i'm using this year is the sharpie ultra thins
0: and what's your go-to planner when others fail indeed
1: the desk facts the the planner world has failed Mm. me this year and i find that i do my best thinking inside the the confines of b5 it it's like i said it's very forgiving and it allows me to have a, a brain flow where I can put down sentence structures. I can put down paragraph structures, and I can also put down singular words and somehow tie them in together. I can mind map on the size of the page. There's enough room for me to move around and get my elbows to wiggle in so that I don't feel like I've left anything out when I'm done with a thinking session. So when, when I'm sat down trying to plan out and think about what loose ends I have, because that's pretty much what a brain dump is for me, I find that the desk fax size, the B5 size, is really the ideal size for me.
0: And of course, you can use letter size paper reduced to... B five, can't you fairly yes. easily? I would think yes. Yeah.
1: And I also find that I, I, it's that's what I do. I, I get better quality A five. I'm sorry, a letter size paper, and cut mm. that down to B five size, mm. and then punch holes in it and use it. And if I get a heavier grain paper, then there's no bleed through with my sharpie pens, other than the calendars, which are philofax printed.
0: So do you have your secret stash of stationery, your Hello Kitty pit stickers and what have you?
1: I do. I do Uh, i I, I don't have extra paper i'm very fond of using up my paper i don't like to hoard it the only kind of paper i really hoard is resume paper which is linen paper and that's for my clients so i can print off if they want a hard copy i like to print off on linen paper Um, but i do have an entire art bin one of those translucent bins full of washi tape and i i am very happy to whip it out on occasion and tuck into it with corner rounders and hole punches and just sit down and get into it and decorate a page. But oddly enough, it's not the whole page that gets decorated. It sort of serves as a visual boundary for mm. me to see where uh, what's the latest page that I've worked on because all new calendric pages don't have it. So it only goes from week to week, and I can very quickly identify where's the last thinking page I had and where's the last planning page I had. So it really is like, and it also helps to turn the pages when I'm going very quickly because it only serves as a border, uh, it, mm. border thing. So I can my thumb and my forefinger can really get into uh, turning the pages without having to, f- f- you know, having. To my my journal has
0: these sort of tear off, co- um, little bits of the actual cor- corners turn off, so oh, tear yeah, yeah. Off I turn those off each time, so you can see instantly where you are. Right, I love that. What lessons did you learn from 2021 that you'll be carrying over to 20, sorry, 2020, that you'll be carrying over to 2021?
1: I loved something I saw on social media. I think it was today or yesterday on a friend of mine, Patty Grabo. Hi, Patty. Uh, She had said something or she had posted something from someone else that had said, clearer vision, 2020 gave me clearer vision. So 2020 vision. (laughs) Uh, I really like that because We could sit here and harp about all the bad things that happened in in this year. I'd really not like to do that. What I want to do is I want to focus on the future. I want to focus on creating something that's better for next year. And if anything, I've gotten very clear on the fact that working from home, as I have been for the last 14 years, has been a very good decision for me. And I'm only looking at different ways now to try and modify what I've already created, so it can help people that are stuck at home and can't move forward with whatever they've got to do for themselves. Um, but clearer vision, I suppose. I really like that answer. Is is being able to take the cherry pick all the good things that we can from this year and apply them towards next year, so that we can, if we need to tuck in, or to, you know, lock down again or whatever the case may be, at least we're prepared for contingencies and what we can do with the downtime learn a new language take a class uh learn how to play an instrument that sort of thing so that you're not sat, i'm not sat there trying to think what i'm doing with my week
0: i think most people will say that if you've coped with 2020 you can cope with virtually anything yeah, that, yeah. that comes to you it's, in it's the, like in the, the beirut future.
1: of driving if you learn how to drive in beirut you can
0: drive anywhere you know it's, <laughs> <if> you <laughs> Do you ever wish you didn't use a paper planner?
1: All the time. I wish I wasn't yeah. that person. I, w- I Honestly, I wish I wasn't that person. I wish I didn't have to carry a paper planner with me. But I am so lost without one. I've tried going only digital, and it's excruciatingly painful for me because inevitably I will tip-tap something in and forget about it. And I know it's meant to remind me. But that doesn't mean that I have mental visibility on all the things that I've done. And this is what frustrates me most about electronic planners is when I have it in written format, look, i just have, I don't know if I can show you. Yeah, I can. I have this pile of desk. You can't really see, can you, uh, desk fact sheets that are from 2014. Someone on Instagram asked me if I could do a video of my planning system. And unfortunately, I'm trying to think about how to do it, so I'm creating mock-ups, but what I've done is I've put washi tape over all of my clients' names because they've got all the clients' information in here. But from Mm. 2014, I have desk fax inserts that allow me to show someone how I'm planning. How the heck do you turn around and show someone on an electronic planner what your planning system is. The system is there for everybody. It's cookie cutter. There is nothing intriguing about it. There is nothing creative about it. It's click, add, enter new data, hit save. You know, there is absolutely Mm. nothing creative about the process, which is why I love paper planning, but I dislike having to rely on a system that's not my own brain. I wish my brain could have a planner inserted inside it so that it would (laughs) be there permanently. That's my answer and I'm sticking to it.
0: I actually did try this sort of digital planning. I can't remember the name of the, the software apps now, but you sort of do it on a tablet and you actually right, literally right. handwrite into the boxes and what have you that you've got on the screen, what have you, but I just couldn't get on with it. I don't How know are why, you meant but... to
1: review your year in that, Steve? That's the well, thing.
0: That's How the you, problem, isn't it? You didn't...
1: You're going to sit in front of the Can screen for f- two hours and go through your year? Yeah or how do you show someone let's say you're in hospital and you want to show someone what you mm. went through this year medically and you can't speak what are you going to do mm. flip through your phone like it just doesn't make sense to me so no. I'm glad I use paper planners I wish I didn't I wish I had mm. the mental faculties to have it all mm. inserted into my brain
0: so what's your favorite all-time planner sort of either real or you one that you wish you owned
1: right so I wish very much like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I wish that my desk fax was this digital slash paper version that when I pressed a button, it would go down to pocket size. And when I <laughs> pressed the button again, it would open up to desk fax size and none of, none of the paper folds would show through. <laughs> right, right, Yeah, Steve's, Steve's opening sort and closing his arms like an like accordion. An accordion. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to have that as my imagined planner.
0: If you could start your own planner company, what would you produce?
1: I think I would love to do bespoke planners, and one of the things that I would do is make sure that all the paper sizes and all the ring sizes were included. So, if somebody wanted Franklin Covey inserts, we could do those. If somebody wanted Vila, Fe- we could do those. So, every ring size, every planner, every size, we would, and of course, it would be ISO certified. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: And I'm pretty much guessing what this one is going to be. Is do you, do you think there is room for paper planners in a world that wants to, wants us all to go paperless? You'd you like know, to go paperless, or no? I no? I,
1: I secretly would like to go paperless, but I can't live without paper. And I think it's always people that that say, "Oh, well, I'm going paperless," and then they end up asking for a receipt after the dinner's done, right? Mm. So but I I don't I I love the fact that we still use paper. So let let me let me proceed by saying this. I love using paper. I don't like the fact that it breeds in a dark room. When you put mm. paper together <laughs> in a dark room, it makes babies. That's what I don't like about paper. I don't like junk mail. I don't like that it it sort of mm. takes over. It has a mindset of taking over. It's the paper tiger, literally. Mm. Um, but I do love the fact that I can put my thoughts down on paper. As a writer, as an editor, I cannot work just off of a digital screen. I have to have a paper product to work with ultimately.
0: And so, I've got yeah. the questions on paper here because I can't and work And so do the I. Screen, I, have it in my, <laughs> I have them in my planner. <laughs> what do your mornings look like?
1: Well, I've written this down for you because so, it's that complex. Well, I do the Ayurveda, the Charya, excuse me, and um, I wake up with making sure I drink some water first. I have a hot shower. I do some body brushing, tongue scraping, that sort of thing, and then... Meditate, do some yoga, go for a walk, do some writing. I try to do all of that within a couple of hours because once my morning's taken off, other things set through. Ons slows up, there's other things that have to get done, the phone starts ringing, text messages start coming through. And I find that if I don't do that early off in the morning, then it just never gets done. So I like taking time for myself to do the Ayurvedic mornings and it sort of ease it gives me time to ease in without actually doing anything yeah what are you doing uh, nothing walking <laughs> what are you doing after <laughs> drinking water you know it's really nothing but it's something
0: it gives you thinking time I think when it does
1: you do that, so. it, it it really sort of a does
0: first thing in the morning
1: yeah um I I find that that's the, my best time for thinking and I'm not all frazzled when I get back I'm pretty calm when, when I My back thinking nervous.
0: times in the shower in the mornings it sounds it sounds bizarre. I know, no, that's it's the, it's great where I get that's... the best ideas. So, what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Oh, what did I and write it's got,
0: here? Keep it clean.
1: I, I do. <laughs> oh, I know. I love going duty free shopping or on the plane when they offer you things, you know, or I remember a time when we used to get on planes, Steve, they were these amazing structures built by man, made of metal that would defy gravity and physics. <laughs> and, uh, right. I, I love getting things like perfumes or whatever it is that they're offering at the duty freeze. And I think to myself, this is what I'll use on my trip. So instead of Bringing something from home, I'll be like, oh, I'll get something in the duty-free. I love doing that. Or getting magazines at the at the airport shops. That's another one of my favorites. I which, never buy which magazines Which follows otherwise.
0: neatly into what's your favorite item to pack when you're traveling?
1: Right. So I thought about this. And just like you, I really don't have a favorite item. But I, I will say that I have favorite bags. The bags mm. can really set the pace for um, the trip. And I use the Mission Workshop Rake backpack, which I think mm. we talked about once. Which mm. I love. It carries all of my digital stuff, it car- and planners and pens, and it's just like a mobile office for me. Mm. I absolutely love that backpack. And then I a small Ramoa case, and I find that I like the smaller ones because stuff tends to expand into the room that you give it, mm. and so I love Definitely. traveling light, lightly. Mm. And if I if I Take these two bags, I am traveling lightly and it forces me to stay within budget. It forces me to stay within the parameters that I've set up and it allows me to continue to enjoy my trip instead of being bogged down with bags and other things that just get tagged on, yeah. I think more than anything is, and then of course a charger. I have to have my (laughs) power bank of some sort, some kind of (laughs) charger.
0: (laughs) What is something people always assume incorrectly about you? Oh my goodness. What would you say, Steve? You'll <laughs> oh, put me on the spot. But of course you're a I will. slinger,
1: Yeah, well, I am. But that's not, That's they've correctly assumed that. Uh, I think people m- incorrectly assume that I'm mean. And I'm not mean. I'm actually brutally honest, which to me seems like a very nice way to live your life. But some people can't handle that kind of honesty. I, I am not mean. Am I mean, Steve? <laughs>
0: no.
1: <laughs> no, he says laughingly, he's like, oh, she's going to kill me if I say yes.
0: <laughs> what is the one thing you wish people knew about you? Uh, that <laughs> well, I don't me, have,
1: yeah. <laughs> that I don't have an agenda. Uh, when I talk to people I'm not trying to get anything out of them I'm genuinely interested in what they have to say if I stop talking to you then that's an indicator that I'm no longer interested in what you have to say Um, I don't sit there and try and figure out what can I get out of this person what can you know what kind of scheming and things like that I don't do that it's if I talk to you I like you that's it period.
0: And what's the best thing that's happened to you in 2020?
1: Ah, yes, the best thing that happened to me in 2020, or there are two things actually. One is that I got reunited with my estranged best friend, my childhood friend. We'd been friends since kindergarten and mm-hmm. we got back together in each other's lives. And I'm very happy about that. Her name is Alexia. And we, just, we, we picked up exactly where we left off. That was fantastic. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that we had the courage to pick up and move in the middle of the pandemic, move yes. across country. <laughs> Buy a house that we'd only seen once that smelled awful and uh, just decided to take a chance and move out to Las Vegas. It was a very tough move, but I'm glad that we did it because now it's nice to be locked down in our own home instead of being, you know, renting somewhere or doing something else. So, yeah. Yes, when you
0: think back, it could have gone horribly wrong or even worse than it did. (laughs) Right,
1: right. We made it out alive, I suppose. That's one of the best things that happened in 2020. We're here recording
0: this. So we will wind up this one here uh, in the usual sort of order. But it is our last recording of 2020. And it's been sort of uh, quite an eventful year one way or another for both of us in various ways. And um, thank you everyone for your support uh, as usual. Um, You will find us in the usual places with me on filofaxi.com, travellersnotebooktimes.com and Mr. Filofaxi, as usual, on Instagram. And we will find you, Karine,
1: Where You can find me on Instagram at Wordology Productions, at Plannerology, at Throat Punch Resumes, and at Karine Tovmasyan. And on Facebook at Planerology, and sometimes bothering Mr. Philofaxi on Mr. Philofaxi's page and, and so on. But you can, I'm trying to stay a little bit more off of Facebook these days just because mm. of all the bad news. But you can genuinely find me in Las Vegas and uh, you can find me on Instagram. I think those are the two good places to catch me.
0: So thank you very much, everyone. And don't forget, if you've enjoyed our ramblings today, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it and share it.